0: And welcome back to the next episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, the podcast where Matt and Todd go see a movie at our local Regal Cinema Theater. And then we talk about it and what we thought about it and all the stuff in between from the parking lot of the movie theater right after the movie. I am Todd Dober.
1: And I'm Matt Malloy. And yes, welcome to this episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies. Uh, Tonight, we'll be sharing our thoughts about the Grudge, ah! <laughs> a thriller for sure. Uh, this movie is a about a um, a yeah, good detective. Luck with this. <laughs> yeah, this movie is about a detective whose husband has recently died. She moves to a new town with her son. Um, it gets paired up with with another detective and their partners in the police department and. Eventually, uh, there's a crime that they investigate and find out that um, there's some some evidence that ties it back to a previous crime that her new partner has investigated. And that crime took place at a house. Um, And the house becomes sort of the focal point for the movie. Um, There's been a few different crimes committed in the house and the rest of the movie is really spent with her trying to kind of figure out what's going on is there some is the house haunted is there some supernatural thing happening is it a series of murders that can be explained through ordinary means Um, and that's that's the setup for the for the movie so. That setup made more sense than the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with that. May have been even wrong, but anyway, that's what I took from
0: it. What did you think, Todd? Uh, well, I will preface all this by saying that I've never seen any of the grudge movies. This movie, I think, attempts to connect to the first grudge movie. Sorry. Sorry. The second grudge movie with Sarah Michelle Gellar. Because the first grudge movie was a Japanese movie. And then America was like, we want your things. So they did their own grudge movie with Sarah Michelle Gellar. This one attempts to connect to that one, I believe. I could be wrong. It opens in Tokyo about a woman leaving a house. And I'm led to believe that that somehow connects to the Sarah Michelle Gellar one. So... I don't know, somewhat kudos to them for trying to connect this to something else instead of it just being on its own. That's about the only good thing I can say about this movie is that they attempted to connect it to something that was probably way better. I don't know. I never saw it, but I remember The Grudge being at least kind of widely liked when it came out, at least if you're into that kind of stuff. I'm not really a horror guy, so um, I already was feeling quite negative before we saw this movie, but... This movie sucks, and it sucks hard. (laughs) I mean, it is just really bad. It is uh, poorly acted by the main actress, who's kind of the main character. I mean, you split time between many different characters in this movie, and every time we're on one of the side characters, I'm like, this is a little bit better. Then we come back to this main woman, and I'm really wishing we were anywhere else, Anytime we spent with her. Um, the script is horrible, the story is, uh, makes no sense and is also horrible, and the scares, I guess, or whatever, are just, I mean, maybe it's the state of horror movies today, I'm not really sure. I think the last scary, quote-unquote scary movie I saw was when we saw Halloween, the the new, new one. Mm. Um, and the, nothing, just nothing was good about this movie. It was really bad. Uh, I mean, they're like, sometimes suspense can make me feel a little awkward. So we there were times I was feeling a little awkward because I was like, this is supposed to be super suspens- suspenseful and I guess I'm feeling it. But I also was like, these scares are cheap and meaningless and nothing. And, uh. It it was like the stereotypical low budget horror movie that I guess gets done a lot now, where it's like I've heard people complain about um, that the 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 scares are nothing and and it's all like cheap tricks to like get you to I don't know get the blood pumping for a hot second. I don't know. I kind of wanted to leave as soon as the movie started. It didn't start on a good foot with me. (laughs) It was, it just is, it was not good. And it it never picked up. It never justified us seeing it. (laughs) To me, so, oh man, it was really bad. Don't go see it. Don't, even if you're a horror movie and you love horror movies and you just like, oh. love to be scared I don't think this will satisfy you in any way I mean if you are a uh, horror movie I think you should see a doctor yes but... did I say that yeah. if you're a horror movie if you're a horror movie, <laughs> if you're a horror movie there's something wrong with you yeah uh yeah so uh my vote's gonna be don't see it uh they should burn all the negatives it's probably not even it wasn't even filmed on film but um don't ever see this don't ever let anyone convince you that it's worth seeing Stand by your ground and go see anything else that's in theaters right now besides cats. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed, that's where I'm at. (laughs) Okay, well, I would
1: say if you're going to watch all the grudge movies, that would be really the only scenario where I could see sitting down and, and saying... All right, I'm watching the original Japanese one. I'm watching the Sarah Michelle Gellar one. I'm
0: watching this one, assuming I'm I'm right about all the information that right. I, I'm going off of just sheer memory from, I guess two thousand two because that's when they clocked it in the movie, and I was like, wow, that was such a long time ago. And, yeah, but anyway, I, I think it long.
1: adds up that that those those two movies are somehow sort of tied in some weird triangle of evil, but. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's the only thing that I could really say about recommending watching it. Um, I'm with you, Todd. The, 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 <laughs> what, what got me, the two main things that got me were, uh, one, I didn't care about any of the characters. <laughs> I didn't care about the people who got murdered along the way. I didn't care about the main character. I didn't care about her sidekick. I didn't care about her son, who really... <laughs> really I mean, I agree with you. <laughs> he really acted like a fence post was, was his acting style. Um,
0: I, also, the I have to say that the, one of the first lines of the movie that made me write off this woman, both in acting and in character, was you find out that her husband has just died recently, the kids really upset about it. He's scared because they're in a new place and all that kind of stuff. And she says she says this line. She says, "I'm still here. I promise I'm not going anywhere. Cops don't go anywhere." Or something like that. She's like, "It's not going to happen to me because I'm a cop or whatever." And I was like, "Who who makes that promise to to a young kid who's specifically a cop? Like right. your whole job is putting your life on the line." Yep. Anyway, that I mentally checked out at that point towards this character. I was like, "You're you're done." We're yeah, done here. For that's you. fair. Um,
1: so, the other thing that really got me was the flipping back and forth in time. Yeah, it was a difficult story, maybe impossible to follow. But you're, you're constantly flipping back and forth through the years to the other people who got murdered before they got murdered. And so you could see a little bit about their life and maybe try and care about them, even though that doesn't work. Um, and it, was ju- it just made the movie very choppy, very sort of piecemeal put together and not good. Yeah. Now, on to the important thing that I noticed, which bothered me. Um, or what Slash was interesting, and I thought about most of the movie. So, the movie was taking place in, like,
0: two th- early 2000s, from somewhere of 2002 to 2006. I think 2006 is the main storyline. Right. You flip between 2004 and 2005. Right.
1: So, there's a few different characters in this movie that all drive Chevrolet Caprice classics. <laughs> which... <laughs> I used to drive a 1987 Chevy Caprice Classic back in the day. It was a great car. Very, you know, peppy. Um, the main character drives one in 2006, and it is a 1987 because they really stopped making it around that time. So it's, it's what? It's, it's 20 years old. And now the one she drives looks like it's 20 years old. However, there's other people in the movie who also drive Caprice Classics. There's a Caprice classic station wagon that shows up in the movie, which I don't know how old that was, but uh, my my question that I thought a lot was, like, why are there Chevy Caprice Classics in this movie from the 1980s that's supposed to take place in the 2000s? Just...
0: Nothing sort of, escapes your yeah, hawk like eyes. That's <laughs> for detail.
1: That's what I was thinking about, as well as trying to understand this movie um, throughout. So
0: maybe I would have noticed that if I wasn't checked out. Or was, if was, you was, used to drive a Caprice Classic. True, yeah. Hot ride. If they were all Ford Rangers, I would have noticed yeah, that. <laughs>
1: true story. So my my closing thought is is not a good movie, don't see it. Um Unless you're
0: wanting to watch all the grudge movies, then you have to watch it. And I'm sorry, yeah, you're under an obligation and you're gonna hate yourself in the end for it. But, right, uh, how how many, um, how how many wet hairs would you give this, right? Yes, there's a lot of people with wet, wet heads, wet, wet hair in this movie, yeah,
1: probably soaked in blood or just water or whatever you can't tell, but. But, yeah, there's, there does seem to be a lot of dark, wet hair that yeah makes an appearance. And sometimes for no reason whatsoever, but just someone, you see their dark, wet hair. Yep. Um, so, I'm going to give it uh, 0.8 dark, wet hairs, uh, mostly because they f- featured so many Caprice classics uh, in
0: the movie. <laughs> took you down memory lane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm giving this a 0. 0.3. Okay. And... Uh, It only slightly beats cats because I can see myself. If I had to choose between cats again and this movie again, I would watch this movie again because it's shorter. It was really (laughs) short, like that's kind of like I'm giving it a point three because it's short. It's really bad and it's pretty horrible, but you're not there for a super long time. Like, I think. The movie was at six twenty, so you give about 20 to, 20 to thirty minutes for previews and we walked out at eight o'clock. So that's mm. like an hour twenty, an hour and ten, an hour and fifteen, somewhere in there. If I gotta sit through a copy the movie, at least it's short. That so. was the right choice.
1: Edit edit that baby down to Yeah. Well, whatever you did. I can just imagine
0: someone in the editing room was like, Well, this doesn't make sense. Let's just cut it down to the bare minimum and then push it out. Yeah. That's a sad, I mean, I've not like I said, I've never been a horror guy, but if this is any indication of where we're at in horror movies, it's a sad state. Because I think these movies, unfortunately, make money, because you get a hype machine going for it, it only costs three to four million to make, because you don't hire anyone super famous or anything, and main characters are nobody I've ever seen, and then you just get chumps like us to see it and then <laughs> you get your money back I guess so.
1: and that's how the music industry works guys <laughs> chumps like us oh wow yeah man well thanks for listening to this episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies where we reviewed uh what was this movie called? The Grudge oh The Grudge sorry <laughs> I, I've checked out I was thinking about Chevy Caprice Classics <laughs> Oh, Oh, yes, when we reviewed The Grudge, and uh, we collectively, on average, give it a 0.5 wet hair
0: Mm. heads out of
1: five.
0: Um, That's a pretty low score. That's that's 10% of... Also, before you do the sign-off, I feel like I have to give a shout-out to Tim Davis, who contacted me today, that we had posted a new episode up of our podcast and it was playing an old episode mm. due to technical difficulties in somewhere. Yeah. So, uh technical error on my part. Yes. Not neither of us would have done that if uh if he hadn't uh contacted me. So, good on you, Tim. Thanks for contacting me about something positive instead of how much you didn't like my review. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Tim. Friend friend of the podcast. Yeah. Status earned.
1: Mm-hmm. Alright, well that, that's it for this episode. Thanks a lot for listening. Keep listening. Uh, we like it.
0: Da Da-da-da-da. da da! Da 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 da